Uh, you're watching on the Watchers, the podcast where we do something. And today we that something is we're viewing a movie of my own picking the um if there it was a film canon as there is a literary canon. Lost in translation will probably be on there just by general consensus. Um Lost in Translations by Sophia Copper, very uh, this is actually my first movie of hers that I've watched, but she also directed The Virgin Suicides and most recently On the Rocks, also with Bill Murray. Um, Virgin Suicides is also supposed to be very good. And um, Lost in Translation was very good in a way that a lot of movies aren't. Um, yeah. In that uh, I watched a movie, I finished it, and I was like, oh, that was okay, I guess. Like, I got it, but then, like, about 10 minutes later, it really hit. As in, like, mm-hmm. I really understood what it meant and like it's the type of movie that um you know you walk away from and you're still thinking about it and you're still figuring out things and i realize uh, after the fact how beautiful this movie really is and how kind of sad it is um what it says about uh human nature and love uh rings true I think that most people have had experiences like this, despite even if you've never traveled, like even me, never traveled outside the country. Um, I found myself, again, once it hit, I was in microeconomics. And I was like, holy shit, this movie said that. Like this, like this is really <laughs> the first, this is really the first movie I've seen that said what this movie has said. And I was like, well, now my experiences are justified. And I feel like, Everybody's, you know, uh, Isaac, what, what did you think of this movie? Um, well, yeah, I absolutely love this movie. Well, not, well, not love, love, but like, <laughs> I absolutely, whatever. Okay. It's the same difference. All right. I, I love this movie. All right. Um, it's okay. a great movie. Um, I really lo- enjoyed the direction and the performances by Mi- Bill, is it Bill Murray or Bill Murray? Bill Murray. <laughs> I say it as Bill Murray. Oh, wait one that's... second. Wait one second. Pause. Pause your recordings. Don't stop. Sorry, folks. If if my initial voiceover doesn't sound good, that's because I was using my laptop mic. It's probably audible, but now I'm on my actual mic, so it's not that big of a deal. So we're just gonna keep going. Today's episode sponsored by Audible. Well, no. <laughs> Sponsored yeah. by Audible. It's not that big Get of a deal, <laughs> so we're just going to keep going. Isaac, uh, continue. Uh, was it, is it Bill Murray or Bill Murray? Bill Murray. <laughs> I, pronounce, I always pronounce oh, it as Bill Murray. Where'd he go? What? What? <laughs> anyway. What? Uh, wait. Uh, I don't know, because I know that you have a contesting... Oh, Isaac... Wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay. Isaac I'm sorry. I, I just muted myself. Gosh darn it. Okay, so you probably... <laughs> this episode is already a disaster. This is, worst, this is the worst disaster. No, ever. we're tying it together. I... Look, I, I really pulled out for this one. Look at that professional-sounding intro <laughs> where I stated my thoughts. Not a single joke in the whole thing. Yeah, seriously. So it's very out of character for you, Joe. I guess but this is what happens when you have two hours of sleep. You start to be more insightful oh, about yeah. this. I become I become a better person when I feel. You become worse. a better person. Okay, we should actually. We should, you should you should get two hours of sleep more often, Joe. I'm just saying. Thanks, Isaac. I'm just gonna kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> For you and I just want to point out um, before yes. Isaac goes on that the the clock in the movie when Bill Murray was trying to sleep said 4:20. Um, oh, okay, that wasn't so my notes. I, I that think was in that your notes. 
It's an instant ten out of ten for that. See, I, I didn't, I didn't notice. Like, I, I didn't notice that. Like, I know Isaac, it was four twenty. Of course, you didn't okay. notice. <laughs> I noticed that. Okay, okay. Joe and I noticed. Of course, we're <laughs> always taking mental notes of things that reference weed. <laughs> Isaac, well, about about that Bill Murray guy. Yeah, Bill Murray. Don't. Okay, Bill I'm Murray. saying is, can I say it as Bill Murray or do I have biopic? Biopic. Oh, thank uh! you. No, I almost forgot. I think this movie's a biopic. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. It's not. It's, 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 sort of. I mean, there is some debate about that. Oh, it, it's a- two sad people go to Tokyo and are sad together. Wah, wah, wah. That's the title of this movie. That's not really the movie. Yeah, that's all. not really a movie. <laughs> Genuinely. That's like, like if you were to give a plot synopsis while drunk and Lost five years souls. old, you would get close to that. <laughs> Thanks. Um... I'm really curious to hear what you guys saw in this movie that uh, I wait. Missed. Should we start with Emmy first though? Because I'm I want to hear her opinion first. Cause, sure. Yeah, I I, I know okay. Joe and I like this movie, but Emmy absolutely wow. despises this movie for. A I don't despise it. Okay. I gave it a one and a half star because I was bored out of my mind. Really, um, I was like I f- incredibly engaged throughout this entire movie. How are you bored? That's I wasn't. That's great. I wasn't super I was not. engaged. But okay, I mean, well, I, I, guess, just, I guess the t- uh, proper terminology is not super engaged. But like, I was engaged overall. Like, I think if I saw it a second time, I'd be more engaged because now I understand the thought. Yeah. Before I was kind of still figuring it out, feeling through it, trying to find like a foothold, and I think I found it now. So yeah. I probably will watch this movie again. I understand what I'm pretty sure, unless you guys have some like weird, more insightful. Uh, view on this film i think i understand what it was trying to say just fine i just think that other movies have done it so much better um and i said on on letterboxd that the only thing that this movie did for me is make me realize that one i want to make out with scarlett johansson my god if she is not one of the hottest actresses in hollywood something that the director who is a woman and i thought would you know not be super male gazy but you know she must think that too because the movie literally starts with a close-up shot of scar joe's bare ass i was literally Um, like joe did you set me up again (laughs) no i never set you up god damn it (laughs) you set me up with boogie night we're going on we're gonna move on Like, you start your... And I haven't seen The Virgin Suicides or any other thing by Sophia... What? Her last name? Coppola. Coppola? Coppola? Coppola. I have not seen her her works. Um, Neither have I. I just think that her cinematography was boring. The first act was boring. Like, okay, I just watched a film that... From Latvia. And it was really great because it begins with... I, I figured out now, and this is just a personal thing, that I love continuous shots the longer you can go without cutting the better wait didn't you I say think... that you hated that in boogie nights or no i no what? i said that there were scenes wait, that went okay. on for too long that's what i meant isn't that still a con- okay never mind never mind no okay never mind never mind never mind never mind forget my point okay go on go on so i i love continuous shots in fact if a movie has a continuous shot no matter how much i dislike or think the movie is a mess last night in soho i'll still think (laughs) oh that was cool because there was a continuous shot and that is the best part of last night in soho in this movie there are there aren't many continuous shots there's a couple shots that are cool that are like there's a shot of um 
ScarJo looking out the window of the taxi and it's like reflected and I think that that speaks to like how she feels so small in a city so big and I liked that and Bill Murray does the same thing but I just felt like I did think I do agree that the performances between our two main actors are really great um they had a lot of interesting chemistry together no I don't I don't like their chemistry what what is their chemistry I they're don't... like two, that they're, they're two lovers, but not in like the traditional like sexual way. And you kind of that kind of gets into it a bit later when ScarJo is initially mad at Bill Murray for sleeping with the um, singer, but then they kind of rejuvenate because their love kind of transcends sexuality. Because um, if you notice, it's not they never have sex in this movie. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. Yeah, I mean, because he could literally thing. be her fucking dad. Was I, I know. the only one who was thinking that? Well, Bill well, Murray, Bill Murray is 71 years old. Scarlett Johansson is 37. He Scarlett could Johansson literally be like her 19... father. Scarlett yeah, that's Johansson the point. Of the... Like well, that's years old. that's the point of the movie. Yeah. Look, I, I am, I have very mixed feelings on like age, quote unquote, inappropriate relationships. Like, I don't think they're inherently bad, but I think that when the man is older, yeah, I'm gonna be like if it's if it's a if it's a heterosexual relationship and the man is older, maybe it's just a bias, but automatically that's I'm gonna absolute, be like maybe a bias. That's absolute that's a definition of a bias. <laughs> like that's, that's having a bias towards something. It's a bias, but yes. <laughs> like I've been in a relationship like that mm-hmm. and it wasn't fun sure. and I think that again no judgment but he could be her dad it's not like a three year five year ten year different we're talking about like two decades they joke about this in the movie Mm -hmm. she's literally like oh what was it like growing up in the 50s like bitch do you really want to know like is that why she's so fascinated with him i get it you know and like her her husband is ugly as shit and he pays no attention to her whatever but like i i do not believe that scarlett johansson could possibly be attracted to Bill Murray. I do not believe it for one second. Also, he's just not that really great of a person in this movie. Yeah. I, I'm not going to make any excuses for him. He's fucking racist. He doesn't give a shit about his family. Like, you're telling me you you got paid $2 million to come to Tokyo and you couldn't even bother to learn any Japanese to the point where, like, you're... it's just it's gross i don't like it their chemistry is completely unbelievable um i did find i really relate to scarjo's character she saved this movie for me she was great not only was she so hot (laughs) but she she i can really relate to her conflict because she she deserves so much and she can accomplish so much, but she's stuck in this boring life with this stupid husband. And like she went to Yale and she did all these, and she's obviously a very introspective character, but she 
she just feels lost. And I think that that's a very human conflict. And I think that that's probably the thing that the movie does the best. Um, uh, oh, and I also liked how um, the, the whole thing of the movie is they're having trouble sleeping. And, and that kind of goes back to the, to the um, title. But I like that there's a scene where they're in like a cab together and Bill Murray is sleeping around Scarlett Johansson. I think that I don't even know it. I don't even buy that they're in love. I just buy that like they're comfortable around each other, that they're good, that they're very close friends. And I think maybe that's another bias as I have is I, I'm sick of the heteronormative perpetuation like why oh boy and girl on screen they have to do the sex or they have to kiss because that's how it is in hollywood like no if if bill murray was a girl there would have been and this is this came out in 2003 like and there was clearly if if, if bill murray was a girl it would have been like a girl boss movie about them being best friends and tearing up tokyo it wouldn't have been like a question that they were in love. That's what I think. Uh, I disagree with everything you've said. Well, I, the, the, well, the things that you say that you that I agree with, I disagree with your interpretation of them. I think that Scarlett Johansson and Bill Murray are not sexually attracted to each other. Yeah, I think that Scarlett Johansson and Bill Murray are in love and i think the reason why like i was saying before like the whole scene with the singer scarlett johansson's mad at him at first but then they they get over it really quick is because they are stuck in that mindset that um american mindset which is kind of perpetuate populates throughout the entire movie um you know because they're in japan they kind of have to face their own flaws uh culturally um like they're stuck in that mindset that I love this guy, therefore I must want to have sex with them. But their relationship transcends that. Uh, oh, sorry, I have to put my mask up. I think the cop's coming. Okay. Um, <laughs> no context. Anyway, um, there's nobody else on this fucking floor. But anyway, um, I think that this movie is about two people who just love each other completely based on personality alone and the fact that they spend so little time together is kind of the 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 core of their relationship because they're ta they're both in marriages that they don't really enjoy and i think this movie says something about uh about not really monogamy because it's completely non-sexual but about well, let me let me phrase it this way. I think this movie is about those small relationships that you have in life with people that, again, aren't sexual and that aren't strictly traditional about people you have a very little time, a very small amount of time to spend with. But like how those relationships can be the most important and the most touching because Bill Murray is a flawed character. Uh, Scarlett Johansson, I don't know if they really got into her flaws. Um She's but, too perfect to have flaws. Let's be real, guys. <laughs> but the th the thing is that, like, um, they never got to learn each other's flaws. They're not going to get married. They're probably never going to see each other again. And you know what? That's a perfect bookend mm -hmm. to the whole movie because it is about those small, you know, again, completely non-sexual, despite the fact that 
um, Scarlett Johansson and Bill Murray kind of have that sort of tension because of that mindset that, again, I, I love woman. Uh, I must have sex. I love man. It must be sex. But it's really not that at yeah. all. These people just connect on such a deeply personal level. Who knows what it is? Who knows if it's it, their prior experiences, personality? It's something so deep that I don't think us as a viewer, or even if they were, even if this was completely real, I don't think even us, if we, if this was a fucking documentary, we still wouldn't know. Because sometimes people just connect on levels. I mean, that's what love is. It's connecting on a level that you can't quantify. And I, I think the dialogue and um, the acting and the chemistry between the actors perfectly encompasses that sort of love that, again, compl- I, I keep saying this, but I think the movie makes a point of it, especially at the end, completely non-sexual. Yeah. Not, no cop, okay. Completely <laughs> non-sexual. There's no one else on this floor. Um, and I'm in a fucking room. You're, you're so paranoid, Joe. Just calm down. Yeah, seriously. I know. This, well, this cop's a complete narc. Um, anyway. Maybe don't uh, be acting so suspicious, Joe. Are you acting <laughs> suspicious? You're just the guy just, I'm just reporting. Looking, I'm just looking around for the cop. Um, if he sees me. Uh, but whatever. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah. I don't know. I. It's just... This movie encompasses a feeling and encompasses a relationship that is very hard to romanticize. Therefore, movies hardly do. And this movie encompasses it without romanticizing it, without sugarcoating it. It's an unconventional relationship in an odd space. It's the right place and the right time for them. And you know what? By the end, they never see each other again. And I like how at the end, Bill Murray whispers something to Scarlett Johansson, and we don't know, you know, because that kind of is part of it. You know, we we don't know what makes their relationship tick, and that's okay, mm-hmm. because that's real life. They Joe, probably do you don't think even know. that this movie is confronting the heteronormative binds that we are in do you think that by having them engage in a relationship that is purely non-sexual and based on personal interactions that the director and the writers are directly confronting the notion of boy meets girl therefore they must have sex is that what you're saying i don't think that's the main uh that's not my main draw to the film but the characters in the movie definitely that is a conflict for them honestly the main the main conflict in the third act um, I think that's the the source of it. Uh, the characters mm-hmm. are stuck in that mindset, and they have to realize that uh, their relationship means prob- means more than sex, mm-hmm. even. Um, but I don't know. That's just uh, that's just my read of it. I found this movie to be very personal. I think um, Sofia Coppola. I think she really did a did a bang up job. <laughs> and again, this is something I was in microeconomics when this hit. And I was like, holy shit, they, she said this thing. She portrayed this thing on film. Like, wow. Like, you what know. was she trying to portray that you found was so prolific and, and um, that you found really spoke to you? Just like the, just like the love between ScarJo and fucking Bill Murray, you know. Just like, though, like, again, those relationships you have in life that are so short but 
mean more than anything because of how short they are and how you can just connect with and how this movie involves two people who connect with each other on such a deep level and to me it was convincing um so the movie didn't have to explain it but the movie doesn't explain you know why they mesh they just do and they when they first meet it's not like they instantly click. I think a lot of directors and a lot of writers, Sophia Coppola was also the writer of this film, um, would have had them instantly click together. But no, it's completely legitimate. So I did believe it when their relationships blossomed. So I don't know. I'm just I just really enjoyed the relationship aspect, like the um, relationship between Bill Murray and Scarlett Johansson. I think it's something that we don't see enough of. And it touched me in places that I can't even describe. <laughs> and I think if a film can do that, I think that's, you know, mm. it's something special. And if you look up, again, if you look on Letterboxd, you see I gave it three stars because um, the second I finished watching it, I thought, oh, this is a metaphor for love as a whole. Um, but then I realized that it might still be that, but I just think it's so, it, I think it's, it's so just more much than that. more. Yeah. I think it's more than you know, even I have words to describe. And honestly, a visual medium should portray more than words can describe. Mm. I think in a best case scenario. And well, here we are. I guess it's just like their relationship is fine. Um, going uh, The sexual part of it, which we've established there is no sexual part of it. And that's a good thing because there is no sexual chemistry between them at all. Um, I, I just... Bill Murray's character is a terrible person like i just feel like i was watching him in groundhog day but without the (laughs) character development like why does he always play a depressed middle-aged like semi-celebrity like i it just feels i feel like that they i mean like i just originally assumed that was the point of the character you know for him to be like a complete jerk like because he has like he had he's stuck in this like 25 year marriage that like that's like not going well for him like i feel like is like does the movie also portray the fact that his wife also doesn't really care about him anymore or something like not well we can't because the wife is completely trivial um she's just a nagging reminder that He's so sad and his life is... And look, I, I'm all for movies that can talk about being rich and successful makes you sad. Like, God damn it! I love BoJack Horseman for that reason. But, like, the way that they portray it with him is that he is just... is stuck. But, like, what are you gonna do about it? I think that these these characters are so passive like why does scarjo think her life would be fulfilled or better by entering in a loving relationship with a depressed middle-aged man rather than i don't know like writing more as and he encourages her to do that but we never see her write we never see her do anything that could advance her career she just she is literally there to be eye candy for the viewer and to be passive she's so passive that it pisses me off because it it just she's in and again i think that um female directors I really respect, and I think that, but I just think that, I don't know if Sofia Coppola was directly trying to, like, 
in in a um in a, a satirical way confront the male gaze and criticize it but i don't know because like i saw something that... like right here um about the film's opening shot and the, what the director said it's like it's on wikipedia she said like coppola said of the film's opening shot i don't have a really good reason for it it's just how i wanted to start the movie i liked having a hint of the character a sweet young girl waiting around in her hotel room and then go into the story that's just like that's, that's no. just what she basically explains in the no. <sighs> and it also says She's, something okay, about like foreshadowing. if you want a sweet young girl and show her boring you could have had her on her back smoking a cigarette, which would have been so aesthetically pleasing. Why do you have a close-up shot of her ass? Is I literally was like, oh, is is she gonna like start like start stripping? Like what what is to me that just seems like a cop out. To me that just I mean seems it, it's like also says here wanted... that it's based on like photorealistic paintings of John Cassier and has often been compared to the initial appearance of the Bridget Brigitte. Brig- in the 1963 film Contempt. While some of it described it as a foreshadowing of romance between Bob and Charlotte, the film historian level uh, Coppola's attention was with this opening shot appears to be to defy def, defy taboos and to undermine expectations surrounding what might be considered the money shot in more traditionally exploitive cinema. That's what it just says here. Okay, but this whole movie that is direct. That is. That's the antithesis of what she, because you're still portraying, there's so many movies, Jennifer's Body, Promising Young Woman, Jennifer's Body was made a couple years after this, and that has a shot of, that has Megan Fox, and she's shot in sexy ways, but the camera doesn't show her naked body, like, at all, in the film, it teases us. Because it's trying to play with the notion that, oh, you stupid men want to see her tits, but we're not going to let you. In this, we open, and it's, boom, there's her ass. Have fun with that. Mm. That's how I feel. If y'all feel differently, you know, that's fine. But just, and again, Scarlett Johansson is so beautiful. And, like, you you know, if if she's comfortable with showing off her body you know, wonderful. She's a beautiful woman and she's a great actress in this. But if you're going to have like her and she's always in her underwear this entire movie, (laughs) she it's like this woman does not know what pants is. And again, I I get it. She's in her room and she's like, and it's, it's perfectly viable for a woman to walk around in her room. I walk around in my brown underwear all the time in my dorm. Like it, it, that's not the problem. The problem is we know this is a movie it's almost like it doesn't feel intrusive like it doesn't feel like we're invading her privacy like it does feel like she's in this environment but still like why does every single shot of her in private spaces have to be with her like showing off her legs showing off her butt showing off her boobs like why it, you don't need to to sexual and I get it. This movie, there's been other movies that have sexualized women way more. And I'm not saying that this movie is like sexist or whatever. I'm just saying I'm very surprised that it was made by a female director because well, and if she was trying to subvert the male gaze, she did not do a good job in my opinion. I don't think she cared about the male gaze. I don't think that was something that. I don't think it's supposed to be subversive. I don't think it's supposed to be satirical. I also wondered about that opening shot until Isaac explained, like, uh, 
explained um yeah read it off the intent yeah and now like that's something that i didn't get and now i get i just don't think you i i just i i don't know if i I just don't think you like get it Just like the movie, Dang. and I, I like, like mansplaining Joe. <laughs> no, it's not even mansplaining. Cause I like, don't think you, you get it, Emmy. Well, I'm yeah, totally no. joking, Joe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but like again, like that's fine. Like not all, not all art can be all things to all people. That's fine. It's something to me. It's not to you. It's something else to Isaac. Blah, blah, blah. Um, but I don't know. I just, I just, um, I think. Well, first off, Bill, Mur- Bill Murray is going through what has been going through what Scarlett Johansson was going through right now for 25 years. They're both, they're both stuck without being stuck. You know, Bill Murray is making $2 million doing commercials. He could, he just, he even said, I could be doing a play right now. Why is he doing commercials? Why? Scarlett Johansson is with this kind of dick guy. She's kind of, you know, doing nothing with her degree. She, she's so smart. She went to Yale. She could be doing anything. They're both prisoners of their own mind and their own situation and their own expectations. Bill Murray doing a play, how much is that going to pay him? Like not even $100,000 probably, unless it's fucking on Broadway. This guy's probably not a Broadway star. Um, He probably could get a play. He's like a famous celebrity. Well, in Japan. These people. Like it says here that he's a fading movie star. learn English for him. (laughs) It says he's a fading movie star. Yeah, I mean, I think the whole Japan thing, because Sophia Coppola um, wrote this piece for Bill Murray. Um, uh, I think that this is almost like Bill Murray. I don't think he exactly played himself, but it is worth noting that in the 80s and 90s, Bill Murray was a lot more popular in Japan than he was in America. I don't know if that's completely coincidental Mm -hmm. or if that plays into something. But um, the point is that they're both Bill Murray and Scarlett Johansson are both in the the same situation, which, like I said, they're prisoners of their own situation. The the expectations for them. Scarlett Johansson is expected to marry and be a good wife to this man, and uh, Bill Murray is expected to make a bunch of money and cash out on his success. When you know they both could be doing bigger and better things, and they're both like that's the whole point of the setting of japan you know everybody's acting like you know everything there is like normal and like you know it's obviously normal to them but to our main characters it's completely alien they feel like they're the only people in the whole entire world that don't get it that are like why are people doing this why am i doing this why am i here right now and they're like they they, they see these other people being happy and it's like what do they have that i don't what do they get that I don't understand? When in reality, I don't know if it's anything. I think this movie is in the perspective of, I mean, this movie is from Bill Murray and um, Scott Johansson's perspective. I think everybody feels like they do and they just don't say it. And I think that's how that movie spoke to me because I know I, I understand that feeling of being in a routine, being on the path you're supposed to be on, doing what you're told, and not feeling like how you think you're supposed to feel, and seeing how other people act and being like, what do they have that I don't? And I think this, I don't know, this movie spoke to me on that level, and I feel like it kind of is like, other people feel this way. It's not just you. People can feel, you know, I don't know. That's just what I got from that. Yeah. 
personally. Isaac, you haven't said a lot of things. I, I haven't, yeah, I was actually, gonna, I was yeah. going to say, <laughs> Isaac, chime in. I haven't, actually, because, like, um, well, yeah, I, f- I feel like, you know, Joe kind of brought up, like, a lot of good points about this, and that's why I want, I just wanted to listen to Joe's points, because he did bring up a lot of good points about this movie. Um, like, well... I don't know, like, I, I really enjoyed the movie, like, nonetheless, like, the, like there was a lot of chemistry between uh, Scarlett Johansson and Bill, Bill, Bill Murray, you know, I'm gonna say Bill Murray, I don't care, <laughs> criticize <laughs> me now, guys, I don't care, I'm pronouncing it as Bill Murray, alright, <laughs> Bill Murray, um, I kind of appreciate the fact that it's like, um, I, I guess, like, the relationship here is, like, um, like, non-sexual, like, um, like they never have sex throughout this entire movie, and I appreciate the fact about that movie. Like it's just them, like again, like being trapped, um, like in, like you know, in, in this, like um, in Japan, you know, like like it's just you know, and they and and they come across each other, and you know, it's just like the chemistry between them is just more like is is interesting, and that's what kept me engaged throughout the entire movie. And like the the things they do, especially like towards the towards like the end, like when Bill Murray sleeps with the singer, and then like their relationship has been like a little tensed, like a little um, strained, but then like they they go back together. It's hard for me to explain this movie. Gosh darn it! Because like everyone's everyone's like bringing up good points, and I'm just here, just like. Yeah, the movie was good. That's just it. Um, but I, I would like to point out the racism in this movie. Oof. Yeah, there's a lot of it. Thank you. Yeah. Glad I'm not the only the one. The thing that is, up like, I'm on I'm, the I'm, intense I, amount of racism. The thing is, like, how how this movie portrays Japanese people is basically as like loud, aggressive, yeah, they're like annoying caricatures. people. Basically, like. Family Guy, for example, this is like Family Guy level of stereotypes for Japan. Like Family Guy has done this repeatedly, and like um, stereotype Japanese people as just like loud, annoying, like obnoxious people. And this movie does the same thing. And I was like, Oh God, why? <laughs> it's like, I can only think of one or two characters. Why? Like I am so sick of movies, and I know like Japanese people are traditionally way more respectful than Americans. Because, like, who isn't more respectful than Americans? We're pieces of shit. But, like, I'm so sick of movies portraying, and I get it, that they're celebrities, but I'm so sick of movies portraying that, like, other countries need to cater to America. And, like, other other countries need need to make everything special for the americans like i was looking in tokyo in the set and this is in 2003 and there's a mcdonald's and there's a starbucks and i'm like oh great but then i realize i'm like why is there a mm. like why i i mean i get it because you know there are great restaurants in america and i'm not and japan should experience all kinds of cultures but Compared to Japanese culture, America's boring. We're boring. Uh, well, like you can compare yeah, that to any culture, freedom. really, because and that... yeah, any. I culture. mean, if you if you in any culture boring. your whole entire life, it becomes boring. That's true. I mean, I think it, that America. Unless your culture is really cool, I don't know. Well, I mean, no, like I, I just like, maybe I mean, it's because even I, if, like, we've lived in America on our. I mean, even lives, if you like, are it, like uh, stuck to a specific culture, you might find that culture like the culture that you're in a little bit boring. That's what I think. And like, I mean, like, the movie was shot in Tokyo. The McDonald's and Starbucks were there, and it wasn't because an American wanted it there. I mean, probably the fucking American companies would love it there just because of money. I mean, it's because the Japanese people like it. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah. There's a market there. I mean, that's just how mar- that's just how markets work. I mean, work. Joe, like, uh, what is your perspective on the racism? Because, like, I feel like you were bringing up a point, but you got interrupted. Well, but, like, what's your point? There's only. I think that there are a few characters that are probably, you know, uh, stereotypes. But I think that overall, I mean, first off, it's set in this city, so there's going to be shitty people everywhere. Oh yeah, that's well, that's true. Movie, but like, sure. I feel like it applies to everyone, especially like in 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 the first scene, like we where we meet, like um, where um, Bill Mur- Bill Murray talks to talks to the director. He's shown as this loud, obnoxious person. And, like, also, what one of the jokes is, I don't know if it's the actual joke, but I'll, I'll just say, like, one of the jokes is, like, he talks so much, and then, like, translated to English, it's just, like, this much, just so little. Yeah. And it's just, like... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I don't and know that's if that's racist. I've seen... No, it absolutely is, because I've well, seen saying... it on SNL, and I've seen it on all this... And, by the way, like you don't need to disclose you're talking in another language because maybe you don't want people to understand what people are saying like you know it's the same thing when when i go to a nail salon i I don't ask and and the women that are doing my nails for me are talking in their language i don't say to them like oh hey what are we talking about like it's none of my fucking business well, in that Let scene, it definitely—I mean, in that scene, it was his business. Well, yeah, well, though, like because I'm not—I'm not saying like no. I, I'm not pointing out like he was, no, no, that's no, he was, was giving him directions. That was his business. Yeah, that was his direction, and like he had a translator and everything. He was a like, no, I'm not saying that. Yeah, but they told him to look to the left. Why is he so concerned about what else they're saying? Why does because, he care? No, be, no, because like, no, the thing I is, mean, like, what I want to—I mean, one, one thing I want to point out, like, I'm not saying that scene itself is racist. I'm saying like how the person was acting, like, and this just repeats it throughout. Like, several points of the movie. Again, like, Japanese people are very loud, obnoxious people. And that's how this movie kind of portrays it. I'm not saying itself, like, what what the translation thing. I'm not saying that's racist. And, like, it is his business, though, like, Emmy. Because, like, he's, he's trying to get, like, direction from it. Like, and... Like think about it, like in your situation too. Like he says this much information, and you you get this much, inf- like you get f- very little information. You think some parts are missing, right? It should be your business to know, like, wait, what else is there? Because you did say a little bit more than th- like that. Because like I do I mean, at the same time, and again, I don't. If I if I say something stupid, I apologize. Someone feel free free to correct me. But Japanese, the language is comprised of of syllables and uh shorter words traditionally so that he could be saying a lot and it really could have been that much but the fact that bill murray is just like oh uh, uh what else did he say like it's so sweet. well the thing they're is talking like about this, him though well, they're, they're, they're talking about it's yeah. like somebody talking i mean the thing is back. this it's guy like, well, what are you like this guy doesn't me? know much about japanese culture or the language itself and he has to, he needs a translator with him so i get the fact why he you know, thinks there's information missing from that translation alone because, you know, this guy reveals, again, like, this, he, like, reveals, like, a very long paragraph and you get, like, a sentence and you think there's something missing from that. that, that, See, I I thought that maybe the director was just saying stuff in Japanese and it, and for all we know, none of us actually know Japanese, so we can't, Mm -hmm. like, say that we absolutely know what he said or what anybody in this movie said. I mean, unless this movie was full of subtitles, unless, like, this... I like that the movie didn't include subtitles. Oh, for sure, yeah. I I mean, that would take away a lot. 
that yes it absolutely would so that there that's that's my positive about this movie they didn't <laughs> include subtitles wow. yay and <laughs> i had to use subtitles uh, in general for the Eng- um when people spoke english cuz i just you know i i had a very like i always put in subtitles for every movie just in general cuz i i need mm-hmm. subtitles i can't live without mm-hmm. subtitles <laughs> yeah subtitles are fun um Oh, and the, the other part I liked, well, th- there was a couple parts I liked. I actually did. If you guys want to hear the sure, parts that I go did for like it. the movie. So, I liked the acting. I really could relate to ScarJo. Well, for one thing, yeah. I liked that they didn't, it, I, I didn't, um, I liked that they uh, didn't include subtitles. Uh, I liked the karaoke scene. I thought that was a fun scene. And at the arcade Bill Murray when, wins her like a cute little penguin squishmallow looking thing, mm-hmm. and it was adorable, and I liked that. Um, other than that, no, I didn't like it. And yes, this movie is racist, and yes, this movie uh, tries to say something about uh, depression and and being stuck and being lost. I, I mean, just like, think I mean, other they, movies have done it just... better. I mean, do you think just, like, the loud, obnoxious thing about Japanese people is racist or the pointing out of the language? Because I didn't find that racist. Well, I don't... I think I, that... I, well, this, like, there's a the, lot of I mean, stereotypes, and they're in Tokyo. Why is everybody catering to the white people? I, well, okay, I know why, because, you know, like, that's what racism is, is, is all other... Because of our systemic racism. I mean, wait, what do you mean, just, like, catering to white people? Because I didn't think I noticed that that much. Like, like, like he, he gets there, and they're, everyone's like, oh, hi, Mr. Well, Harris, I, well, how are you? Well, that's kind of the point. He, that's he kind of the point, though, because he's, like, he's a movie star, though. Okay, but he like, doesn't in even, general, like... like like in general that like that would be like a normal thing though because like but them he doesn't even can... acknowledge them it's like they're not even important to him and and, and for yeah, all like we know point. that's a culture thing that's just that's could... just the that's just another like that's just, that's just like, americans being assholes maybe maybe he acts no, that's that just way a common to everybody point, though that's just a common point though because like yeah i mean that's everyone... just building ki- i mean it was about how like you know uh, japanese people are like you know they're culturally more polite and bill moe is like what the fuck's going on why aren't you like call me an asshole mm-hmm. that's yeah, what you basically. got and from I think, that i just got you're an asshole buddy why don't you say well, yeah, like, no like what? i think well, and that's these just people the point they of, can't yeah, even bother to pronounce the word the fucking blonde bitch who was she she was like arigato i was like i want to kill you i want to kill yeah. you like you can't even well, I, bother to learn a little bit of japanese before you like i know if i was going to another country i'd i'd read i would get like as i get duolingo i'd start reading as many books as i possibly could i mean this guy because has a i would be the though. outsider why this are guy they has treat- a translator this guy yeah, has a translator yeah though, he has like- a translator but maybe you should do your due diligence and i don't know do shit for yourself to maybe learn about another culture because guess what america isn't the most important thing in the whole world despite what you think and what you've been raised to think your entire life like why don't you just do your due diligence and immerse yourself in a new, exciting culture? Like, for Christ's sakes, you're in Japan. That's like what Tokyo. That's one of the coolest cities in the entire world. And you're telling me you can't even. And then they make fun of the food. They well, make, like. Did they make fun He doesn't want to be there. That's the whole point of the movie. Yeah, yeah he doesn't they, want, to be, there, want to be there. But you know what? You're there. So. I, th- I think you're expecting things from this movie that it can't reasonably be expected to do because it would go against. Yeah. I mean, if Bill Murray, I mean, yeah, I think a movie can can um, 
can whatchamacallit portray racist people and portray a culture without being racist. I don't I didn't see most of the Why does the racist like guy two- deserve love? Why does he deserve happiness? He doesn't. He doesn't the only, deserve okay, anything. He doesn't, that doesn't matter. That's not the yeah, point. Yeah, like the only I mean, thing racist he, about what he's I, a bad person. Yeah, that's the only thing racist I noticed about the uh, about the movie is again, like Japanese people are just loud, obnoxious people. That's just well, it. I've only noticed like two people that were loud, and given it's a city, I mean, most of the other most of the Japanese people, I didn't see as loud and obnoxious. There was the talk show host who was playing a character. He was a character on a talk show, mm-hmm. which what is like, the, well, that's the, not portraying the uh, person. escort lady at the very beginning? The escort? She wasn't loud. No. Well, I mean, I guess uh, she was uh, Did we animated. watch the same scene, Joe? Well, somebody, somebody, I don't see how what's racist about that. She, sent up, she was sent up to do a job. She has no idea what the fuck she's doing, so she does the job. Yeah, that's not well, racist. Oh, yeah, that's. I don't think that's racist. I can see a white person doing the same exact fucking thing <laughs> if they didn't understand what the fuck was going I was, on. I was just sure. like, yeah. I was just very confused by that scene, in particular with the 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 rip my stocking scene. That that scene was confusing. Yeah, well, someone sent him an escort. Somebody w- and the escort was trying to do a job, and that's all she would do. again. She was also playing a character. It. I mean, like it made me like something didn't sit right with me there every single scene where bill murray interacted with a japanese person i was like get this man out of here like he like put him back on a plane so he can go eat some burgers and fucking fries he doesn't belong here there you go the movie did exactly what it was meant to do yeah that's a success (laughs) because that's the point okay but you can make a good movie and have a point without having a racist character get what he wants in the end because he he does get what he wants he goes back to he leaves he He does exactly what you want to do he has one of the hottest actresses in hollywood (laughs) getting mad that he's sleeping with someone else even though he's 25 fucking years older than her i'm I'm genuinely confused what we're talking about at this point what are we talking about well i don't think i think that i don't think the movie i think bill moe is racist i don't think the movie is no 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 no. okay yeah let me reiterate that I do okay. not think the movie is inherently racist. I'm sorry if I confused you guys. Okay. My apologies. I, was I think that news. there are stereotypical portrayals of Japanese people, which I did not appreciate. But mainly, those are through the eyes of Bill Murray. And he's a racist piece of shit. And he... I, I don't think he's sexist. I think that he genuinely respects and loves Scarlett Johansson. I, I don't think that he's like a, a misogynistic asshole, but it, it's just the fact of this this idea that other cultures need to cater to white people who couldn't be bothered to even learn how to say hello or goodbye in the correct diction in their native language. It's it's annoying. It's preposterous. If you know. Everyone comes here. All these fucking bigots here are like, this is America, speak English. When you go to France or Japan, they speak to you in English. Like, it, it's... Well, yeah, that's just it's the business language of the world. I mean, just because of how, like... I mean, we've kind of set ourselves... I mean, like, just... Uh, again, I'm taking, like, micro... So, like, there's an economic reason for that. It's not just... I mean, you can... I, I mean... There is it's the business like language act. of the world, Joe, and I understand that, and that's fine. Yeah. But you know what? Maybe, maybe it shouldn't be. Maybe Americans, dot well, dot I dot, think, I mean, should it, be expected if, to fucking learn something and not expect everything to be handed to us. 
That's yeah, what I'm sure, saying. Yeah, for sure. But I'm just saying, I think, well, it's the business language of the world for a reason. It's because you look at European countries, you look at America, you look at other English-speaking countries. These are the, uh, I mean, they're making the majority of the business GDP-wise. I mean, if if it China is China about and, to surpass us economically, they're 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 yeah, the sure, opposite of America. To. Like yeah, but they have first off they haven't yet, and second off, how many countries besides China speak Chinese, and how many countries besides America speak English? So you have to compound those other countries. So there's that, but I mean, well, they're okay. Well, I understand what you're saying, but like, let's look at other places. Okay, let's look at Africa, for example, which there's there's a that's a huge continent, and there's a bunch of countries, Mm -hmm. and they're not they're not very economically um, forefront. Okay, but does Mm -hmm. that mean that they don't matter? No. no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying there's a reason why things are the way they are. I, I understand I mean, why not, things are the way in, they are. And I... It's not an inherently evil reason. It's just how the market... It's just how shit functions. But it's it's that way because around the world, it's viewed, and it has been viewed since imperialism and uh, colonialism, that America, English-speaking, white countries are the powerful ones and they have the power and therefore they can gatekeep other countries and other races and other people who speak different languages at the bottom and that is what needs to be confronted and changed and this movie don't think the movie is racist but by giving bill murray a racist man everything that he wants and like he gets no comeuppance like i personally would have watching him and i do think he's a complex character i don't think he's just racist like i do think that he genuinely has a lot of um and i do get what they're saying about like he feels stuck like we can we can see things in him that he doesn't want to see in his in in himself like i mean like i'm just i'm I'm reading like the thing right now for wikipedia and like it says like allegations of racism like the director really responded to these allegations to which she said like um like you know like it says here like japan like um you know portraying japan as like a source of difference for the characters by relaying relying on crude jokes and stereotypes of the japanese is crazy or extreme and coppola um, reported being surprised by such criticism saying i think if everything's based on truth you can you can make fun have a little laugh but also be respectful of a culture i just love tokyo and i'm not mean-spirited um, I don't I think, think she's mean spirited. misreading of the text. I don't yeah. think she's well, mean-spirited. I just think that, again, we're seeing this movie, the majority, if it's not through Bill Murray's eyes, it's through ScarJo's, and she doesn't, and it's ironic, because, you know, she will be, she will whitewash Asian culture in the future, but she, like, she's not the one, she's always respectful, you know? She's the one that introduces him to her Asian friends, and actually, you know, tries to say to him, like, oh, hey, maybe you should, like, be nice and respectful of these people because they know how to have fun, too. Like, and it's not, like, through ScarJo's eyes, it's fine. And there's there's no criticism there because she's polite and she's respectful. But Bill Murray is not respectful because he doesn't understand, so therefore it's weird and makes no sense to him like the escort she doesn't know what she's doing maybe if she was um if she was escorted to please a japanese man maybe she would have known what she was doing but it's the fact that he like he doesn't understand her diction he makes fun of the food at the restaurant like he 
he has to, like, he doesn't even bother to learn any, like, and he's like, oh, I started watching this thing, and now I'm learning Japanese. Oh, great, that's what you should have done, like, three months before you came to Tokyo. If he learned Japanese, that, the movie, I mean, that's just not the right choice for the movie. That's just, it wouldn't make, I I think you're putting expectations on this movie that it's not, like, that would actually probably make the movie worse, because if he, I mean, if Bill Murray came in speaking Japanese, then you would get the impression that he wants to be there and that he's enthused about being there. Yeah, but I'm he, not yeah, saying, but he, Joe, like, he do doesn't you want really to be there. feel that if he came in and, like, all the, all the Japanese people were like, hi, how are you? And he was like, good, how are you? You know, like, he doesn't need to be like, oh, I'm great, how are you? Just all he has to be like is, oh, I'm fine, like, thank you. Like, he can still that's be... What, that's what he acts like the whole movie. No, he's like... Yeah, he's mean. always like, oh, I'm fine. No, I mean, sometimes I he's, he's mean, but he's... I think he's mean, and I think he's disrespectful the majority I, I, of the movie. I think I think you're stereotyping his character based on a couple bad situations. He's Most of the time, he's completely passive. He's just like, oh, okay, like, oh, like, even in the first scene. I mean, we talk about the first scene. The guy, like, bows to him because culture, and he, he does it back. And he doesn't do it. He doesn't do it begrudgingly. He does it, you know, to fit in. But he, you know, he. I, I he didn't. Does. Yeah, and He's that passive scene. For most that of the scene movie. is fine. But there's other scenes where the yeah. director scene, the escort scene, the like a bunch of other scenes. And I really feel like. And again, I I know it may not be the point or the expectation for the movie. But for me personally, if a movie has racism in it it's going to turn me off to the movie if the movie had whether it was an active in there's there's movies that include uh racist jokes and racist for like a reason i don't feel and i get it it's supposed to paint him that oh he's like a he's a like a cantankerous man and he he's like he's bored with life you can illustrate that in other ways without him being racist or stereotypical i'm not saying he's the most racist person and he's the most like hateful person in the world i don't think he actively goes out of his way to be racist but it's about confronting those those ways that we view as americans other cultures and how we expect other cultures to cater to us when i think that it shouldn't be that way that we when we are in another country like if you go into somebody's house you're not gonna start like eat and you're not gonna make fun of their food that they serve you that's rude you're gonna yeah no i mean why not not to their face but bill murray never does that he's still like it 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 it's it's I've, I went to people's houses and afterwards you're like, oh man, that's, I mean, that's what, that's what every, everyone does that. You go to a house that the food sucks. You're not going to, what are you going to do? You, everybody talks about it. They just, I mean, they do it in the way Bill Murray did. They do it in a way that they know won't offend the other people because they know they're trying their hardest, but it's like. They are not trying their, if you think that is trying your hardest. No, I'm talking about, I'm talking about the, the people in the house in the scenario. Oh, gotcha. Mm-hmm. I know. Obviously, you can just say nothing, but that's the way with everything. You can just say nothing. People often choose not to because we're social creatures. We want to be like, 
fuck man this is an experience i had did you have this experience yeah, yeah and i understand man. that the right ra- look the racism is is honestly a minuscule problem i have with the movie because i was just so bored and we've been talking about that for quite a bit and i'm sorry yeah, let's that go I've, let's I've, go back i'm yeah, sorry let's... that i've subjected you guys to my liberal perspective you can curse <laughs> me later um <laughs> let's I... yeah, let's stray away from the racism well no no, no 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 wait no let, let her finish her thought oh, okay, okay, like, okay okay like i I, I've already illustrated the things that I liked about this movie. And honestly, maybe I'll give it like two stars and not and not one and a half because Joe has given me some insight into um, the, the real message. And I appreciate that. But I think I want to talk more about um, the relationship between ScarJo and Bill Murray and why. So the, we've, we've touched on it briefly, but let's unpack it really. When when she sees when ScarJo sees him with the singer, the British singer, and he mm-hmm. she knows he's slept with her. Why do you think that bothers her so much if she is not sexually attracted to him in any way, shape or form? Is it because she likes the attention? Is it because she when you have a new friend, you're kind of like, oh, I thought I thought we were in this city like you know hating it together is is that kind of how you see it joe i'm interested in your perspective on that the way i see it's like um she i don't think uh she detangled and bill murray's character for at least a bit because he's uh he he seems ashamed of himself they don't um detangle love and sex to them it's so intertwined um that they're like oh i love you therefore i want to have sex with you you know you're not a family member you are of the opposite sex i love you uh sex that's basically what what i got from it and that's why they can repair their relationship without even talking because talking about it it's because they realize that that's not what they want and that they're you know they think about it they they confront it on their own and they realize that they don't want sex so i i think it, i think it's like what you said before like how um uh you know i can't be expected to remember things we've said five minutes ago yeah. but, um <laughs> you said something before um about like how like you know culturally or whatever love and sex with the opposite you know with the opposite uh sex are like intertwined and I think they're battling with that, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Isaac? I, um, I don't know, cause like I, I just like the movie, and like you guys brought up, and like I again, like you guys keep bringing up good points, and I'm just here, just like listening on your conversations, and sometimes I don't listen, I I, I forget what you said like two minutes ago, <laughs> so like I I don't really like know what to say like i already pointed out the racism like we already got past that like i'm just like engaged i was just engaged throughout the entire movie and the fun these characters are having but like i'm i'm just more curious about what you have to say emmy and why you think it's like boring like in what way is it like the pacing is awful or like like, no the pacing's fine i mean like well you mentioned also too about like the first act being a complete mess or something like no 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 um the first act is very slow so I, oh. I was like 30 minutes in and I like paused to like pee real quick and I was like, oh, okay, like that was a slow first 30 minutes and I'm not really vibing, but I'm sure the second act will like something really crazy will happen and it'll pick up. 
Um, personally, I like movies that can have a slow first act, but then kind of shock you with something in the second act, and you're like, whoa, okay, shit just got real. Um, I can forgive a slow first act if the second act makes up for it with, with a lot of action and a lot of, um, new, new plot points being explored, but... And I don't think the pacing is wrong. I don't think there's any plot holes. I think that the story was told and it was wrapped up and it's fine and it's good. The ending is predictable, though. Um, what do you mean by the ending being predictable? Because like... we knew they were going to kiss. like, And uh, they, okay. they did <laughs> kiss on the lips and it was passionate, I would argue. It wasn't like making out, but like they still kissed. And it was like, that's weird. He could be her dad. But anyway, um, that's my joke for the episode is is Bill Murray for ScarJo's dad 2021, almost 2022. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> it's going to be really funny when he does play her dad in a movie like Down the Line. And she's going to be it's going to be like fucking Star Wars all over again, but worse. Um, and I, I just think that the other than ScarJo's character, I related to no character in this movie. I was annoyed by them. Um, th- I mentioned the blonde girl that I think is implied Anna Faris, to be. Like the... Oh, that is Anna Faris. I thought she was, I knew it wasn't Cameron Diaz, but I knew she was someone I knew. Um, and yeah, she, um, she's implied to like be the, the husband's ex-girlfriend or ex-fling or whatever. And I personally think they're, those two dumb fuckers are made for each other. They will fucking have dumb kids and and they will (laughs) like, they will, they will live in Florida and have children with gator in their mouths. Why why in Florida? Because I stole, because Isaac, all I've been watching for the past month is big mouth. And that's all I can draw quotes from and references from. Anyway, have you watched that show, Joe? You would enjoy it. Uh, I don't think I would. <laughs> no? No, my friend no, said I, the I, character designs are as creepy as hell, and I've watched well, that's, well, that's so you Well, that's so you can't masturbate to them because they're fucking kids. They're oh, children, okay. and there's lots. Yeah. Anyway, it's a great show, guys. Uh, that's why my humor is so funny. Joe, that's, anyway. a, that's a weird point you brought up, but anyway. That's exactly why, uh, that's 100% why they did that, because it, it deals is. with adolescent sexuality, and they had to yeah. cover their ass. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's Which like child with. nudity, there's yeah. there's lots of fun stuff. The character designs are not my problem with the show, that's not it. Oh, okay. I think well, that's a small choice. Well, let's just move on then. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I, I think uh, there's like, I just felt annoyed this movie annoyed me it i was annoyed by the bill murray tall jokes i was annoyed which i don't know i guess that was like a i get it wasn't, that, like one, get... wasn't that one scene though no was... it's like every scene he's really? so tall compared to everybody it's like we get it he's tall um it's tall girl starring bill murray um it, it was it was annoying how bill murray i felt like i saw him in groundhog day but he got no character development what what happened did he develop is he gonna leave his wife is he gonna be a better husband what is happening what happens when he goes back to america and yes joe i know it's the point that we don't know and it's up to the audience to decide but me i want to yeah. know a little bit more where no, I, like where is i think he going? i think it's fine that way because i like it when movies leave you wondering what's going to happen next that's usually what keeps me engaged throughout the that's what keeps me engaged because like th- that that i find is what keeps audiences engaged for a movie that you are left wondering 
what the what the hell is going to happen next like you you decide what it's going to be like that's up for that's up to you to decide and i like that about this movie all right like i think yeah i would like it too if bill murray was a well-developed character but alas he is not <laughs> i mean like overall like i think like the ending was like just fine like i like it that the movie just leaves you off and i like the fact that like he whispers into like you know scar scarlet scarlet johansson's ear and we don't know what he says i like that like it just yeah you know. i don't mind that part i like it when movies do that that yeah. was a good part but like yeah he had no character development scarlett johansson at least had a little bit of uh character development because now we know that based on bill murray's encouragement she's probably going to start writing or maybe she's going to leave her shitty husband and he's going to go fuck the blonde girl um and like they're gonna she's gonna do better with her life but is he going to do better with his life probably not because well, this I feel whole like movie he's kind, just this sad kinda, guy who's in his sad life well, i kind of think that's like the point sad. though I, f I feel like it's kind of the point because like he does mention to scarlett johansson's character like charlotte i'm gonna refer to them as their names charlotte like he he tells charlotte like what it's like when uh when they have like the when when it's like you, you're committed to a relationship like he gives like this story about like um he and his wife and how much fun they used to have but when they go when, when they first had their first kid that's when you know that's when stuff started to go down and that's why he's like a little bit depressed because like you know his wife you know doesn't want to be with him anymore well not like not in that you know context but like always wants to be with the kids like they don't usually have the same fun they usually have like that i think that's kind of like you know i, I kind of find that interesting because you know he remains the same character because like he's he's depressed throughout the entire movie because like of his marriage and the fact you know and the addition to the fact that he's a fading movie star, um, like with, with like Scarlett Johansson, you know, she's like she's a young um, she's young. She just graduated from Yale. She still has like a chance, like in a way, that's from what I got. Like Bill Murray is just committed to this relationship at this point because he's just, you know, he's he's been in this relationship for like 25 years. So like at this point, like you know he can't like you know leave his wife or anything like he still loves his kids even he though can he are you well let's go back to another uh scar joe movie we've discussed with marriage story okay, okay. <laughs> those were two people who were in love for a very long time they had a kid and they decide for the best of their relationship that they should get divorced and they do and guess what things are fine and i'm not saying that this movie had to go into that because i like that we never meet the wife i like that we never meet the kids i like that we stay in tokyo for the whole movie but you're sending an idea to audiences that oh if you're sad just like be sad don't do anything about it and as somebody who's struggled with depression and anxiety I'm so sick of that mindset. I'm so sick of people just being like, "Oh, you should just be sad and sit in." I mean, your like, sadness. what could like, no. like, like, what, like, what are you saying that Bill Murray could do, like, in this relationship at this point? Like, he's stuck in this marriage for 25 long years. His wife doesn't really care about him. His kids have forgotten. Like, his kids have managed to like adjust through his life. His kids don't even him. like him anymore. His yeah. daughter runs in the other room when, like, when he goes to like, talk to so, her. Like, what, what, what do you like suggest? that he should do at this point because he's already committed to this relationship for 25 long years like what what do you think he should do i think that i think that I, he I, should I, all right joe you got a better answer than me <laughs> oh no I, well the thing is i don't think what he should do even matters because he won't do it he's he's like a like i said he's like a prisoner of his own mindset yeah. and i think 
in a lot of ways, we all are. He can't, I mean, he, should he get a divorce? Probably. He slept with another woman, you know? He should probably get a divorce. <laughs> that's, uh, that's not good. Uh, his kids don't even like him. So he could probably, you know. Yeah. Uh, he mean, makes enough money, he can support the fucking wife financially. I mean, like, yeah, honestly, forever. that's a good point, though. Like, what can he do so, at this point, honestly? I mean, honestly, the, the the right thing would be to leave his wife and forget his kids and just fucking pay the alimony check. Like, the the stereotypical wrong thing would be probably the right thing to do. And just let the kids, like, oh, when the kids want to see me, you know, I, like, they, be there I for them. I doubt that they will want to see him ever. They clearly... Do not care. I mean, yeah, it, it is shown that they managed to live fine without him at this point. They managed Imagine to Imagine that you go to talk to your daughter, and the daughter screams and runs in the other room like you're a fucking monster. I actually love that scene. It cracked me up. I was like, that's right. Your kids hate you. No one will ever love you, Bill Jeez, Murray. Jeez, Emmy, you're a complete monster in this. <laughs> You don't want Bill Murray to be happy. He doesn't deserve happiness. You're really harsh. You're you're evil. That's my job. That's my job. Hey, Isaac, don't sit here and talk about evil when you're literally making us go through a saw trap at the end of this episode to pick the next movie. (laughs) Don't you sit here and fucking talk about evil. You know she's right, Isaac. You know she's absolutely correct. I know. Well, I mean, and if he doesn't deserve happiness, then what does it matter? You know, it doesn't does. honestly this is really bad and i don't mean this in a literal sense but while watching the movie my brain was like dude you should just fucking kill yourself uh, you have, oh, you have no far. purpose in that's life little, emmy you, emmy, <laughs> emmy would you like to talk about it because you're you just don't want this guy to be happy no he's racist and he's mean and he's He's just a worse version of Groundhog Day, Bill Murray. I don't want him to su- succeed. He doesn't deserve ScarJo's ass, okay? He doesn't deserve anything. <laughs> um, I'm only half joking. Um, I I really do think that Bill Murray's character is a static character. I think it's interesting making um, your protagonist a static character, one that does not change. But is it effective in this movie? I would argue no. I don't think it is. Um, I think that his, uh, again, ScarJo really saves this movie from being awful, in my opinion. I'm very happy you guys liked it. I'm very happy that this movie spoke to you on a deeper level. But for me, well, it spoke I was... to Joe mostly. I just enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, good job, I Joe. It. And that's great because <laughs> Joe hates, like, every movie we talk about. Or... <laughs> well, that's not true. He likes <laughs> Or he the says lands. they're okay. He so. He liked the yeah. I did back up in Kanto. What? Yeah, like Joe, Joe, but Joe is just kind of like the, eh, like that was, that was cool. I like that when movies can speak to Joe, because Joe's got a weird ass personality. So I think that <laughs> when a movie can speak to Joe, it's a good thing. Um, but, but, and like, actually Joe like, and yeah. I don't like the same movies, like at all. It's really interesting. Me and Joe That's traditionally I, do not like the same movies wait, at all. Wait, what about me then? That, like, do I like the same movies as you guys, or is it just like just middle Isaac? Actually, I, you're like the you're like the mediator because you yeah. like a lot of oh. the same movies that Joe does, but you also like a lot because Joe doesn't really love animation as much as we do. Like, me and Isaac are more inclined to like animation more than Joe, just because Joe is like more into live action. I yeah, think. Yeah, Joe, like you're you're more into live action, right, than animation, or is that like you don't care? Um, or, well, I, th- I think they're two uh, different tools. I think it's like, what do you like better, a hammer or a wrench? 
like I don't know what do you want me to do <laughs> what I mean, that was I, a no, weird analogy a, <laughs> <laughs> I mean like well what what do you say then like between like animation or live action you think they're just two different mediums like you can tell yeah, like the, the, like you can tell the like, two different tools to do yeah you can tell that like yeah I mean you can hammer a nail with a wrench if you really tried but it's not going to be the right tool for the job all the time. Oh my god, I thought you... I'm so sorry. I thought you said ham or a wrench. <laughs> <laughs> not a hammer! I thought you just said ham! And I was like, well, yeah, one is edible and one is a tool, so... <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I just see them as two different um, storytelling tools. It's I don't, I, I don't have a bias towards one or another. I think you guys like animation more... Um, I just I'm more neutral. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think enough. they they can both tell great stories. Oh, I have a good example. Okay, so I've been this whole time I've been saying that there have been better movies about boring white people hating their lives here. And I find I looked on my letterbox and I found two movies that exemplify that perfectly: um, Goodwill Hunting and Fight Club. Way I've better. I've not seen either of those movies. Were about- I, do, I, I I do love both of those movies, but I don't. I I will. Like not from a quality standpoint, from specifically thought, um, I, I I wouldn't personally compare that uh, this movie to those two. But I think I think honestly, me and you, Emmy, trying to reach a consensus on this movie is completely in vain. <laughs> We're not going to agree on no. a single thing. Because like and the that's thing okay. is, like I like the know, acting. This kind of Give me a break. There we go. <laughs> I mean, okay. There we go. Well, no, wait. no. I mean, I'm not. I'm not putting you down. Like that's complete. Uh, I mean, there's no problem with that at all. I mean, well, actually, let, let's wait. Is this like the point. first movie we dif- dis? Wait, well, no. Marriage Story was another movie. Never mind. Um, but Marriage saying, Story wait, is also is a, first... a movie about white people hating their rich white people hating their lives, and that's way that's better true. too. And it has Scarlett Johansson. Ding ding yeah, ding. I, I, Marriage I Story's I, better. I, I picked two Scarlett Johansson movies. Yeah, you. I was gonna say, that. Joe, do you just want to like see more of Scarlett? Because by all means, I have gone completely gay for her. Recommend more ScarJo <laughs> movies. I, I Yo, love her. for your her. next movie, try to... Um, whatever. Actually, never mind. I can't tell you what to do. Never mind. Do, do Ooh, Black yeah, Widow yeah, next, yeah. guys. No, not Black no, Widow. I, I, Black I stopped Widow. at. I stopped 30 <laughs> minutes in and just immediately gave up. I was like, okay, this movie sucks. I despise that movie. <laughs> Black wait, Widow. Still haven't seen it. Wait, Maybe I'll suggest it one day. <laughs> yeah, when, when you get pissed off at us, which is getting... No, no. I already said to Isaac that if... If this, if we have to watch the fucking duology that Isaac suggested next, I'm changing my next suggestion to a Monster High movie or a Barbie movie. You can't uh, stop me. Well, I've already seen Barbie the movies as a child. Is, I have a little sister. The, the thing is that Emmy, you at least like those movies. Isaac doesn't even like these movies. Hold up there, hold up there. Okay, hold Isaac up there. just okay. gets off hold on up. torturing us. Oh, hold on, yes. hold on, hold on. Okay, hold on, hold on. Let me explain, okay? These two movies that I have... Okay, these three suggestions I have suggested, all right? I like... Um, You know what? We may as well like do the game before we do the ratings first. Um, Okay, I like Anastasia. I like the Simpsons movie, all right? I like both of those, all right? Other yeah, movies okay, I sure. have suggest... I like Silence of the Lambs. I like the Dark Knight trilogy... Um. What? Like, there's yeah, only one good. bad movie I've suggested on this podcast. That's a lie. I'll, find, I'll find it right now. Where you? No. Well, our YouTube you, channel. 
Wait, what? You know, Isaac, you might you might be right, Isaac, but you're constantly teasing us <laughs> exactly. with these bad movies. We're yeah, college no, students. We already want to kill ourselves. Why are you making it worse? <laughs> <laughs> I, well, okay, look. I've point. suggested, like, more good movies, all right? I need a chance to suggest bad movies, all right? And those good movies I have suggested. No, you don't. I do. You know, okay. Joe, he's actually right. I'm... God's Not Dead is the only bad movie. I'm actually the one who suggested yeah, the most bad I, movies on I, this channel. I only suggested. No, no. I'm Emmy, literally... Emmy, here's the thing. Wait, wait. Here's the thing about Emmy's choice. Emmy has either... First off, she has never... Pu- she has yet to purposely steer us wrong. <laughs> Yeah. She, the only time she steals wrong with movies that she hasn't seen before, which is sort of the point of the podcast. Yeah, so I've I never picked a movie her. I've seen because I, I thought that was the point. Isaac's out here like, nah, it. let's just watch The Lion King again. And and even even if she does pick Monster High or the Barbie movies, these are movies that she personally enjoys. And maybe she knows that we won't like them, but at least she knows them. <laughs> okay, she's okay, not look. so sadistic. Yeah, I'm selfish. You're just look. sadistic, Isaac. Look, I've, okay, the Birdemic duology I have not watched, but I at least like the Simpsons movie and Anastasia, despite the fact that I have watched those movies, all right? Isaac, but you constantly. also suggested the Lion King remake, so you, you've actually also suggest, you've suggested okay, that, two Okay, that was two movies. movies. That was two movies. Let's think about the but good it, movies I've suggested, all right? You're constantly in the state. Yeah. Um, Seriously. Like- <laughs> Every single day I get a text from Isaac that's like, oh, watch out, Emmy. You can't. The next movie, it's going to. Oh, it's going to be so. Like, no, I, I go to teasing. sleep and I see Isaac's face. No. <laughs> Uh-huh. In Don't a scary all? way. <laughs> okay, well, Joe, I'm curious. When, Joe when, sees when it in a sexy face, way, obviously. Is it, okay, Joe. Well, you know. <laughs> is the first thing you hear me say is, How's life? I'm curious. What? Like when? Like wait. You said like when you close your eyes, you just immediately see me. Is that true or, or yeah? Okay. Let's just say. Is that the, well, <laughs> it's, do it's I have so a talk? True. Do I have a talk and say how's life? Um, whenever you talk, it's you saying something probably about. <laughs> Probably a movie that you're gonna torture. No, no, no. Something that Joe tortures. imagines Isaac's face, but he's just saying a lot of slurs and curse words. Ah, oh, come on. Well, yeah, that, well, no, that that's me um, imagining Isaac's real off-screen persona. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, um, do, you, do you guys want to get into ratings first or the number? Yeah, thing? let's let's get into our ratings. Okay. 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 I'll start. Um, I'm going to give Lost in Translation. I'm deciding between whether or not I should give it a seven or eight, but you know, after Joe's brilliant, you know, explanation, like, <laughs> no, like, not, I'm not being ironic or anything. I really enjoyed Joe's like oh, points thanks. about the Lost in Translation. I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten. I just changed it on changed it on Letterbox too, so I'm giving this one an eight out of ten. Um, do you want to go next? Emily, or do you want me to go next? I'll go I next. Like, I, th- I think I think people know what's gonna come. Um, I will give. I'm so sad that I have not convinced my my two wonderful friends to dislike this movie, but I'm glad that they liked it. So I'm going to give Lost in Translation uh, a five stereotypical Asian accents out of ten. How does that work? How does that work? <laughs> um. Uh, you know, I gave it three stars in Little Box, and I, I don't, I don't change my Little Box reviews until I watch the movies again, just, just to keep consistency, personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so this is not going to correlate with my review at all. But I think I'm going to give it a nine out of ten. Uh, I think plus or minus like one point, uh, just because I think I, I do need to give it a second watch to really 
know how I feel about it, like quality wise. Um, mm. But it's a good movie. Uh, speaking, okay. speak. Uh, do are we plugging our shit first, or are we doing the number? Yeah, game? plug let, the let's shit. Let's do the let's do the thing. Okay, okay. Well, plug okay. the shit. Okay, the final the final okay. thing will be uh, uh, Isaac torturing us. <laughs> do you want to go first, okay. Emmy? Oh sure. Um, good news, guys. I'm now a real journalist. Yay! Woo. Check out uh, popculturepress.org. I write movie reviews, and I let you know what is coming up on uh, Netflix and Hulu and all those fun streaming services. Um, I also have a website where I write stuff. I will be putting up a play, my first play, very soon. Um, and subscribe to Emmy Oliver on YouTube. I have a 45-minute catch-me-if-you-can deep-dive analysis video coming out by the end of the month, I think. For That's my final project for my college class because my teacher was cool and let us pick our own projects so yeah all over to the 37 oh, guy oh man me of course yeah 37 <laughs> the movie you want to watch that folks well let me let me hook you up with the good goods because you, you can't find this movie if you look up 37 the movie you'll never find it <laughs> we gotta it. do well, you will well, you will you gotta find go to page six of youtube I've, I've, yeah yeah we need it so you will find folks it, really. if you want to not waste your time you're going to have to look up Secret Passes Productions on YouTube. Links in the description down below. Yeah, we'll just click that nice little link. Um, for your convenience. Yes. <laughs> yes. Isaac, I think it's your turn. All right. Uh, be sure to subscribe to Isaac Multhew. Um I make a lot of movie reviews. I'm planning to make two more reviews because of yesterday. If Emmy has read my story, well, only part of it. Um, I'm going to be reviewing Diary of a Wimpy Kid and the fourth season of one of my favorite beloved fallen franchises that you know made a TV show and that was actually bad. The fourth season of Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous. So be on the lookout for that. Check out um, Isaac's yeah. Encanto review. It's it's a it's a good video. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I actually I actually hired some um I actually hired an editor and she's actually really good and I actually gave her some critiques on it. So I saw great. That. <laughs> I'm moving up in the world. What? Starting you on bi- starting you on business. Hmm. <laughs> I am. <laughs> All right, so let's do the game. Okay. okay. God. Okay. So I've already Isaac, told you, you guys have the to three do suggestions. It in a jigsaw voice. Yeah. For it to get I, I have the choices to I can't. <laughs> That's your jigsaw. I, I, I haven't seen I haven't <laughs> seen the Saw franchise, so I don't you know what Jigsaw sounds like. Okay, that's actually that's pretty good. Thank you. Joe, you must pick a movie. Is this that is that it's the okay. one? <laughs> okay. Do you want me to just do that voice yes. then? Yes. Okay. And like just so you guys I'm just so you know that I'm not cheating you guys, all right? I will send you the picture of like I like I will send you the picture afterwards, okay? I, I don't want I'm not cheating you guys, okay? Okay. So I can purposely set you up for a bad movie. Also, everyone, um so, like, this is going to be the last episode of 2021. The next episode is going to start off the new year, so... Can we say our resolutions? Sure, I guess. Yay! Go first, Isaac! Oh, okay. Um, my new year's resolution. Um, um, I actually don't... Well, one of the reasons is to convince Emmy that Ryan the Last Dragon is the worst movie on Earth. It's not gonna happen. Well, it will. I can't sing. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> that was great. What? I, I enjoyed that. Isaac and I are harmonizing. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. That's 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 it. Um. Also. Um. 
Yeah, that, I, yeah, I, I have nothing else just to convince Demi that Ryan the Last Dragon is bad. Oh, and to make sure you guys get the worst movies uh, for 2022. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, my New Year's resolution is to uh, rebuild my doll collection because I was bullied in elementary school for liking dolls as a fucking child. But I am not ashamed anymore, and I love toys. So... Yeah, I have. I'm. I'm reinstating my doll collection. I'm so sad I sold them all, but I'm gonna start buying more, and I'm very excited. Guys, what's also what's also convenient is that this episode is gonna be released on the 31st of oh December. Oh my gosh! So wow. Super Eve, festive. New Year's tom- is tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> um. Oh, I also might start an Among Us plushie collection because yes, I still think it's funny. I'm a terrible person. Um. And then I. I hey, that's my and job. I, <laughs> And I also want to, um, you know, just keep working, keep getting my name up in the industry, write more articles, write more scripts, all that fun stuff. How about you, Joe? Uh, I guess just make more movies. Yeah. Keep going. Keep it on. Yeah, especially the, the, the follow-up. Oh, uh, wait, don't, don't, don't. Edit that part out. <laughs> well, you already revealed it, though. You kind of revealed it, like. Yeah, no, just to the group told... chat. The secret. No, no, you literally, like, I, no, it was in the podcast, too, like, two episodes ago. You revealed to Emmy that you are going to make a potential follow-up. Oh, potential. I listened, I listened back to these podcasts. Oh, my gosh. I... <laughs> Joe really screwed himself. Joe, you already spoiled it, <laughs> like, well, two podcasts, two know. episodes ago. Why don't we play, Eddie... why don't we play a game? <laughs> okay, so, I, okay, um, I'm um, picking, uh, you have to choose a number, <clears throat> You have to choose a number. Do it! You have to choose just this voice or something. Yes, like you're in physical pain because that's what you're subjecting us to. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Okay. So you have to choose a number between 1 through 50. Who wants to start first? 21. That's my lucky number. 37. Okay. 21, 37. Okay. So we got two numbers. So... Um, the two numbers. So, the the Birdemic duology is thirty one. Anastasia is seventeen. What? So which Where's one's Simpsons? closer? Simpsons is forty two. Oh wait, thirty seven is closer to closer yeah. To I think it's the Simpsons movie. Wait, it yeah. is. Right, based on the logic really? of your game, right? Yeah. Uh, yep. Wait. Five. Okay, no, wait. Um, Anastasia's actually closest, right? Oh, 17. Wait. Sure, yeah. Wait. Yeah! Unless I did my math. Wait, unless I did my math wrong. Unless I did my math wrong. Hold on. I'm not really good at math. No, Anastasia wins because I said hold 21 on. and that's 17 and that, yeah. Wait, hold on. Joe, you're good at math. You're a microeconomics major, right? Okay, uh, that's true. I, 21 minus 17 is 4. Don't! Gosh darn it. I can't torture you guys. Fine. Uh, Anastasia wins. Do you like it? Have you seen this movie, Emmy? I haven't. I've seen And I really want to see the Broadway show, too. So I'm very excited to see it. Is the movie a musical? Yeah, the movie's a musical. Yes! Let's go! Okay, so Anastasia for the win. Guys, I hope you have a nice uh, new year. Yeah, happy 2022. Maybe COVID will finally be better. At least our new variant has a cool name, Omnicron. Sounds like a mix between Omni-Man and and Voltron. Pretty cool. All right. Stay tuned for Anastasia. And uh, thanks for watching. Isaac, tell everyone to have a nice weekend. Have a nice weekend, everyone. (laughs) Yes.